everybody and welcome to All of Everything. Today is going to be a very, very intensely deep, intellectual, existential conversation. If you are not looking for that, I really implore you to get your shoes on, tie up your laces, and head out the door and go find a lighter podcast because peace, love, and happiness, sometimes that's better for us. If you want to deep dive into existentialism and nihilism and into the idea of existence and why we're here and what this is, please stay, get some popcorn, and welcome. I'm very happy to have you here. Um, So here's the truth. Um, A lot of times um, I will come to understandings about this world in in terms of existence and understandings about what it's like to be here. Um, And one of the things that I love to explore in all of everything um, is the concept that you can learn a lot from books and from people that have educated themselves and from science and from spirituality and from others experience and and all of these different disciplines you can learn so much in this world right but one of the things that you can also learn from is your own individual subjective experience and what's funny about it is this yes it's susceptible to the subjective human understanding of your subjective human experience point being is that in this conversation you are we're going to boil it down to like the, the, the beginning of everything right so i think therefore i am right One of the things that is so amazing about the human experience at all is that you know you exist because I think, therefore I am. I think, I have thought, I interact with things, I breathe, I feel, I exist, I have perception. I think, therefore I am, I exist, I'm here, right? You cannot think for somebody else, you cannot enter their brain, and even if we had the technology developed one day to see inside someone's brain, you are still only seeing their subjective experience. You are not seeing the world through their their subjective experience. So, when I was going through these spiritual truths and these understandings, um, you know, I've made a lot of connections throughout the years, but I had some big ones lately, and that's what this podcast is going to be about today. It's not a light subject. So again, 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 I am not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm not saying anything. I'm just discussing all of everything. Um, but if you are not here for existential conversations and these kind of things give anxiety, I implore you to, to not listen to this kind of stuff. Um, I always implore not to challenge people's ways of thinking if it's not something that's comfortable to them. Um, because I, I 100%, like, going through all of this, this growth myself and three years of it, I would never force it on someone else. That's something I learned um, very early on that it, uh, they can really disrupt your way of thinking and and the way that you live your life and I think it's a beautiful thing at the end of the day but it's not my right to do that to somebody else so I always put out that disclaimer anyways if you're here for the conversation and that's something that you do want to be a part of um here we go so um I was kind of playing around with the idea I've always played around with the idea of perceptions and realities and um the way that we influence our realities around us. And I've always been very fascinated in the butterfly effect. Um, so just as a little premise, I'm sure everybody knows what the butterfly effect is, but just, just for this podcast, you know, the idea that life branches off into a million different um, uh, branches and realities based on what you do and how you show up in certain scenarios. And they've made games and we've, you know, I'm sure there's a million things out there about the butterfly effect. So based on what we're talking about, um, it was kind of this idea of like I was showering, right, and I'm in the bathroom, and um, I'm just thinking to myself like, 
on a very, very primitive existential level. I was like, I think, therefore I am. I was like, I'm playing around with that stuff, doing, okay, I think, therefore I am. I'm a person, I know I exist, I know I'm Julia, or I know I'm a soul, or whatever you want to call it. And I'm sitting here showering, standing here showering, and um, I think very deeply, and I've seen a lot of crazy existential movies, and I was thinking to myself, how do we know, and how do I know, that on the other side of that door, something exists, anything exists, right? Well, I can go off memory, right? I know that there's a living room on the other side, and I know there's a hallway, and I know there's stairs, and I know there's people in my family, and I know there's this and that, right? Because I know that. I saw it earlier, and I'm going to see it again. It's going to be confirmed, and it's through memory, right? But you can also go off of senses, okay? I know that there's something on the other side of the door, because underneath the door, I can see light, and I can see the floor, so I know it's there, and I can hear sounds of the family, I can hear sounds of the cats, or whatever, right? Um, I can feel, I can feel the temperature on the other side of the door, or, um, so you use your senses, right? You use your sensations to understand that there, there is a reality on the other side of that door, right? So I'm not denying that something or anything does not exist on the other side of the door. But, well, let's just go back in time to very early, primitive human beings, right? How is it that when we close a door or close off our reality, and we're just, I'm just doing a physical example of like an actual physical door, but we're going to get to the conversation of metaphorically closing a door and that's going to get really, really deep, but let's just stay with the physical, right? So you close the physical door and um, early on in our understanding of what it's like to be a human being, um, how did we know that there was a reality on the other side of that door? Well, we, um, the only thing we can prove is our existence, I think therefore I am, and the person that was in the bathroom or whatever, right? They spoke out to somebody else in their community or somebody else in their family or a partner that they had or a friend that they had, right? And they said, hey, I'm on this side of the door. And the other person on the, uh, on the other side of the door was like, hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, that way they knew that there was a reality on the other side of that door. It was confirmed, right? Because you have someone to speak, speak with and your perceptions tell you through sound and through the, the sight of their feet on the other side of the door that there is a reality on that side of the door. Awesome. Great. Cool. Established. Now. My argument is not that there's not a reality on the other side of the door or that it doesn't exist. My argument is, it's not really an argument, it's just a discussion. <laughs> so now that we know that there's a reality on the other side of the door, great, cool, right? What are the constants that we have in this life, right? Time. Time is one of the constants. So when you're in your reality on this side of the door in the bathroom, right? Time passes, correct? Time is passing for you. Let's say you take a 20-minute shower, right? So 20 minutes of time has passed in your reality in the bathroom. So, and we're going to go along with this, this avenue of thought, and we'll explore different avenues of thought because that is the basis of all of everything, but we're going to stick with this one, right? So if time passes for you while you're taking a 20-minute shower, doesn't time also pass in the other reality on the other side of the door the one that's outside of your conscious awareness not i'm not saying it doesn't exist but outside of your conscious awareness on the other side of that closed door that physically closed door time also passes correct so let's say 20 minutes of time goes by in your shower 20 minutes of time goes by in the other reality on the other side of the door and let's say that you have a friend who's also in the house and they went to go read a book uh, on the couch during that 20 minutes right you don't have conscious awareness of the other reality and they don't have conscious awareness of your reality. Yet, time passes in both of those realities, correct? Okay, so when you open that physical door, and again, we'll get to the metaphorical conversation, but when you open that physical door, right, your reality has changed and so has theirs, right? So in the time that you showered and in the time that they went and, go, and, they went and 
read their book, right? You changed and they changed, right? Something about your perceptions have changed. So when they went, and it could be little, it could be anything. And that's the argument is that I'm not saying that a lot of things have changed, but things have changed, right? So um, while you took your shower, let's say you thought about X, Y, Z, and that influenced your thinking, or you had an idea, or you thought about something, whatever, right? And on the other side of the door, when they went to go read their book, right? Wasn't their perception changed by the words that they read, or the way that the book made them feel, or the thing that they thought about, or um, during that 20 minutes, maybe the sunset, right? So the time of day changed. Something changed on the other side of the door that changed and altered the reality, no matter how big or how small. And so when you open that physical door, right? Both of these changed realities are now going to intersect and they're going to interact. Isn't that the premise of the butterfly effect, right? That intersection between those two new realities creates a whole new reality. So the point of my conversation and the the realization I made is that what you do with your time is so vitally important because one, that's all you have is time. That's the only reason you exist. And we'll get to that conversation in our podcast about time and space. But all you have is time. So what you do with your time is vitally important. Because it changes and alters your perception. Which alters your reality. So when you intersect, either physically or metaphorically, or at all these emotional different levels, doesn't matter what level we're talking about. When you intersect realities with others, you create a new reality, right? So how you show up, in that changed 20 minute shower, when you go to interact with your friend who read that book for 20 minutes, when you go to interact and you intersect your two new realities, how you show up not only influences a a branch and a a path in your life, but it also interacts and and, and, um, alters a path in their life, right? So let's, let's say you show up crying about something you thought about in the shower that made you really incredibly sad, right? And now you're interacting with that person who just read that book who has a different perspective on relationships because the book was about love, right? Your two realities now intersect and create a whole new branch of reality that influences both of your life path. That's why it's so important what that what you do with your time and how your perceptions are shaped and how you interact with other people's realities because that forms your life path. Your thoughts and your perceptions create your reality which intersect with other people's realities which shapes your life. You build your life. And other people also build your life. That's also what's really important to understand because that was a realization I made as well. Is that it's also important who you choose and why you choose other people to be a part of your life because how they show up with their realities and how their perceptions are shaped and how their thoughts are shaped influences influences your life path as well. I know, and this is, it's kind of funny because like to me, I get really, really deep and I, I don't want to try to use complex languages. It's just the only way that I know how to communicate these certain things. Because honestly, I believe a lot of these concepts go farther than words, which is also very deep. And I don't mean to be such a deep person. That's just kind of how I am now. But point being is that I communicate these kind of things on a very deep, like scientific level. Um, that's kind of how I perceive it. But in a reality, you could talk about this on any level, right? Uh, the way that you think and, and how you spend your spiritual time or whatever and how you interact with people, it matters, right? Because that's how your life is shaped. So you can make it much lighter. I'm just getting into the really deep crevices of what I'm talking about so that it can be like conceptualized. But like, my point is that what you do with your time influences your entire life. Because, and we'll get to this, have the time of your life is a very, very important sentence to me. And I'm going to do an entire podcast explaining 
why and what time is and the relativity of time and space and all of that um, and that's another existential topic to talk about but let's just start with with here and we'll just keep that in a box for now um so my point being is that we just created an example of a physical door right like there was an actual physical door separating the bathroom from the reality of the rest of the house now let's go down the topic of metaphorical doors right um so let's say you walk into the kitchen and you go and make toast and the toast burns your finger and you think to yourself well fuck like ouch that really hurt and the world's an evil place and i'm always getting hurt and all these bad things happen to me and the world is a cruel and mean place because you burn your finger making toast and somebody else is in the other room and they're watching tv and they're watching a really depressing depressive episode about something that makes them believe that the world is also bad and their thoughts now wrap themselves around that and you both have that perception now when you open up that metaphorical door of conversation and you go to talk to them you both have a very negative outlook on the world and so your reality and the conversation and your perceptions now form a new branch of a negative conversation right or uh, a confirmation of how negative life is which branches off to how you see the rest of the world and what you do next with your next reality so metaphorically i'm not just talking about a physical door anytime you open up any new level of of uh existence right so like even if you it's, and it could be interaction with yourself, too. That's the principle, too. Is it's, it's not even with other people. Like, that's one main way of seeing it, conceptualizing it. And I feel like it makes a lot more sense, which is why I use, use it as an example. But let's say you you go upstairs and you make toast and you put butter on it. It's the best freaking piece of toast you've ever had in your entire life. And you're like, I have to tell the world about this piece of toast. It's so fucking good. And then you go down to your room and you go to work on some project that you're working on, right? Well, now your perception has changed again because now you're going to pursue the project with this lust for life and this like, oh, I'm so excited and that was so good. And, and the project is going to be so influenced by your last reality and your last perception and your last thought process. So what you do with your time and the perceptions and thoughts you have during the time usage is so important for the next interaction and the next branch of the butterfly effect because that is your life. That is the basis of life. thought that that was like not existential enough let's just keep going with it right then i started to realize wait a second change the word i don't know what word i'm changing hold on i gotta make a left everybody hold on everybody hold please then i realized that when you're talking with people right conversation is just an observation of realities right so when you ask somebody um how did your day go what are you going to do with your day tomorrow um, how did that conversation go with that person, right? Change those words around a little bit. How's your reality today? What are you going to do with your reality tomorrow? What'd you do with your reality yesterday? How did that conversation go? How did that affect your reality in relation to their reality, right? And this is what's crazy. I don't, I haven't talked about this yet, but, um, the only thing that you can control is yourself in the present moment right and i'm sure like i think this is should be a pretty mainstream understanding because this is something that's a, a part of therapy but um the past and the present do not exist they are important and they do influence the present moment but all that exists is, is the present moment and you know if you're if you're spiritually deep or intellectually deep and you've like heard concepts like be here now and and you know spiritually that only the present exists like that's already covered but like for the more mainstream 
topics of conversation, like the past and the present don't exist, right? You only have the present moment. So um, the past and the future, I don't know if I fucked that up. Um, so if you understand that the, the, the future and the past do not exist, right? And it's just the present moments that exist, then the only thing that you can control and on an intrinsic level is you, you can't control anybody else, you in the present moment. You can't control the weather, you can't control what happens, you can't control how somebody else approaches you, you can't control any of that. All you can control is you in the present moment. So why it's important to understand that you build this world and you build your perceptions, you build your thoughts, you build your understanding, you build your realities is because the only thing you can, you can control is you and nobody else can control you. So there's a lot that lies in this about self-accountability and self-discipline. Um, and there is, you know, a lot of understanding. And this is why it's important is like to understand that it's, it's important to surround yourself with people and community because they can watch and they can um, support your growth. But at the end of the day, it's an individual path. And that's why it's really important to have such immense self-love and respect for, for the body and the soul because it is just you at the end of the day. And that's not supposed to come off as, as, as scary. It's supposed to come off as beautiful because it's this individual life that you get to live. Nobody else can, can get inside your head and influence, influence what you do, right? And if they did, it would be a, an artificial way of doing so and it wouldn't be authentic, right? So that's another conversation for the future of sci-fi. But um, yeah, so in, in reference to everything I was saying, um, Oh, and, and, and honestly, okay, I, I wanted to do another episode on this, but I'll try to deep dive into this too. Is like, if you didn't believe me that only the present moment exists, follow this line of thinking. And I wrote this down, so I'm going to do my best to, to uh, paraphrase it and remember it. Um, but so the past and the future do not exist. It's only the present moment, right? And this is the reason why. Yesterday, when you believed that something would happen, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm going to change this tomorrow or I'm going to do this tomorrow. You have a perception, your past self has a perception that it happened in the future because it didn't happen today, it happened tomorrow. And your future self has a perception that it happened in the past because it didn't happen today, it happened yesterday. But in reality, the change always occurs in a present moment. Every time you do something, you say something, you engage in something, your thought process changes, it always happens in a present moment. But that present moment is then perceived as either happening in the future or perceived as happened in the past. It's just a perception. It's not actually that it happened in the past or happened in the future. It happened in a present moment that exists on the timeline of present moments. So what's important and your freedom, and this lies in a therapeutic-based understanding, because that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on that line of thinking, is that... If you can find a place, right, where the past and the future do not hold weight on your present moment decisions, you're free and you can finally act from true authentic intention. Does that make sense? So if you're free from worries and anxieties of what will happen in the future, right, future, and you're free from uh, guilt and shame uh, or any emotions that come from past things. If you're free from those emotions influencing your actions, 
then you can act authentically and be the real you or, or engage in what you really want to do because you're free from these emotions that are attached to realities that do not exist. It's only the present moment that exists. And if you understand that, your life really alters a lot in a very positive way. So as, as much as this conversation is, is very existential and very heavy and hard and it's like, whoa, like that's a lot of information that just got thrown at me. When you see it that way, right, it's very beautiful because when you start to understand and conceptualize all of these things, like baseline, let's just boil down to the things we talked about, you know, only the present moment exists and what you do with your time is important because when realities interact, that's your life, right? Then you understand that you build this life and that you build this life in the present moment, which is now. The present moment is here right now. So when people say like, don't wait, what are you waiting for? Don't um, question yourself, just go with it because the present moment is all that exists. You are really such an, uh, at an unlimited place in understanding when you get to that, that area. Um, I'm trying to think if I had any other existential thoughts. Oh, this is another thing that gets really, really deep. And this is kind of just something that I want to share as, um, as a way for, for my listeners to understand me more. The reason why I create, um, I created all, actually, um, and the reason why I created the concept of all of everything in this podcast and sharing and sharing music or art or, or speech or uh, videos or any any form of art, which can be anything which we talked about in the first episode, um, is because creation is my way of hugging the universe, right? So I've always felt this, this disconnection from everybody, from all of existence, because I felt like, you know, I, I couldn't find a lot of people that understood exactly the way that I thought, or, um, I don't know, I just, I always felt this disconnection, so in sharing my creations, and in sharing my thought processes, thought processes, processes, um, that's my way of hugging the universe, of, of connecting with everybody, and feeling, and for my spiritual people, for feeling collective consciousness and for feeling connected to everybody, right? Because through creation and through sharing, it's not even the engagement of the people back with me. It's the fact that out there somewhere, I connected my brain to somebody else. They heard my thought process. And that is so beautiful. And that's why I would never cease creation or cease to share regardless of judgment or regardless of any aspects um, or, or any boundaries or obstacles because that's my way of finding connection. Um, and I think that's such a beautiful thing. Um, and I really, it took me a long time to really realize that. Um, but yeah, um, that's kind of the things I wanted to share. Like I said, this was not a, a very light conversation. You know, we're not talking about our, star, our Starbucks orders or like what season it is, but um, on the bright side, the reason why I really like all of everything and I like, you know, to engage in this, this podcast and the idea behind this podcast is because, you know, we can talk about really existential concepts and very deep understandings of the realities and universe and very deep things, but we can also, the next episode can be about what type of car you like best um, because all of everything is all of everything. It's all of existence, anything that makes anything exists like it's it's all of everything that's the premise of it so I think that is such a beautiful thing where we can talk about because like, I am a very deep person I am very existential and I'm very um I like to ask the whys of life and I like to explore them in a very um middle ground oriented way where there's so many avenues of thought where we don't we don't 
what's important to me is that when I talk to other people on this podcast or when I explore these concepts with myself is that we do not dismiss any line of thinking um you know any line of thinking it's it's a uh a, a melting pot of all these different avenues of thought to create a discussion of existence itself right which is a subjective individual experience um so anyway um i appreciate you listening if you got to this point and um i appreciate all of you and i am glad i got to share these ideas with you um and i'm sure everybody who made popcorn probably didn't even touch the popcorn when they heard the word existentialism and realities and how deep this just got but i hope you finish your popcorn soon um but till next time that was all of everything